Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we're back at you again with a lot of fun stuff, interesting stuff. And one of the things we're going to be talking about today, of course, is fishing Costa Rica. We have um, Mark on the line from our favorite um, outfitter in Costa Rica, Americana Sport Fishing. I think we're going to get him in momentarily. And then we're going to be talking about the difference between Fishing and catching. If you want to increase your chances to uh, uh, to to catch some fish, then we're going to be able to help you out. We got we're going to have uh, John Prachnow, who's director of product development for Berkeley Baits, that's uh, going to tell us what they're up to, and then we're going to bring back also um, Steve Lynch, co-owner of Procure, which is. Uh, uh, Something that people, if you've ever gone salmon fishing or halibut fishing or trout fishing, you probably know what that stuff is about. They've been around for a long time, and we're going to find out a little bit more about that company and what they do. But uh, anyway, that's going to be a lot of fun. We would like to remind you that you can access us at fishtalkradio.com. Anytime you want, just go to the uh, page and right on the front, just click on where it says listen, and you're you're all set to go. Uh, we're going to introduce Mark real quick, and then we're going to take a break and come back with you and talk about Costa Rica. Mark, appreciate you coming in. We've only about a minute before we take a break, but say hi to everybody, and let's see what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, John. Good to hear from you. I'm in San Jose, Costa Rica, waiting to talk to your listeners. Well, I think we're going to find out. Costa Rica has been, you know, it seems like it's getting more and more popular. I hope it's not getting too popular where they're catching all the fish and taking all the rooms. But it, it is, a, if you want to have some fun, trust me. And if you want to get things, have some fun at a good price and get the great rates, Mark is very good at taking good care of you. So we're going to get some more into that when we come back. But we're going to just take a quick break and we're going to come back with Mark. And we're going to be talking about Costa Rica. And then we've got plenty of other stuff going on, so don't go very far. You are listening to Cork and Fork Radio. Please go to uh, fishtalkradio.com and uh, Facebook, Fish Talk Radio. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five star elegance in the charming layback city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the Marina Village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have direct from San Jose, Costa Rica, from Americana Sport Fishing, we have the specialist in giving people what they want in Costa Rica. Mark, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate the intro. Well, what can I help you with? Well, let me just introduce you a little bit. Um, you live up at the top, pretty much in the almost exact center of Costa Rica in the uh, the capital city of San Jose, correct? That's right, a suburb of San Jose. And then from that, you're up in the, the mountain range in the middle. You drop down one side to the Caribbean side, the other side of the Pacific, um, and then you go north, south, and, you know, but normally you'll fly into Costa Rica. And if you want to... Yeah, most flights go into San Jose. There's another international airport further north in Liberia, mm-hmm. which is closer to some of the North Pacific fishing destinations. Mm-hmm. Well... If you're interested in fishing Costa Rica, and of course there's a lot of buzz about that. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to fish Costa Rica. And in the next few minutes, we're probably going to find out why. Now, what Mark does is uh, he operates out of San Jose. So you fly in. He can arrange a van for you or if you're going to take a small plane uh, to the different parts of Costa Rica. Costa Rica is not all that big, especially from between the two oceans. And it's... Uh, 
you know, of course, it's just right above Panama. Yeah, not that much. Uh, not that much difference, I, I think, in width. But it's uh, no, we're even place. no, no, we're um, a little wider. I mean, mm-hmm. except at the canal area, but mm-hmm. uh, much the same. Uh, it's all Central America. By the basically. way, do you ever book anything into Panama? We haven't. I mean, I know a couple of people, but um, nothing special because we like to book where we know. Right. Well, let's and talk where about we can, where we can troubleshoot if anything happens to come up. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And well, that's the thing is that, you know, you deal with the, the same captains, the same hotels and you know them and you know what to do and you get the deals and you know you can trust them. But why don't we do this, Mark? Let's take a quick trip around Costa Rica. You've got um, it's not really the east and the west. It's almost north and south because Costa Rica at that point runs more east west than it does north south you do have the pacific side and then that's the caribbean on the other side correct or is that the right we have the, mm-hmm. the pacific has basically three fishing zones or areas mm-hmm. the north central the south while the caribbean side has one and it's basically at the northern end of the country near the border with nicaragua mm-hmm. well let's take a, a little tour around costa rica should we start at the uh, North uh, Pacific? Let's start at the North. I mean, there are three major fishing destinations uh, in the province, which is called Guanacaste, uh, sort of the Texas of Costa Rica, you might say. Um, anyway, right now is the season up there, the billfish season. They're seeing... Uh, Billfish, perhaps not as many as you do at the peak season in the central, but good fishing. As I wryly remarked uh, during the pause, one of the captains, Keith Warren, really excellent captain, said, "Ah, lots of fish, but no one to catch them." Oh, okay, okay. So, well, uh, the 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 mid the season really is Thanksgiving through Easter, right? Because, you know, what you call the wet season is the summertime, and it can get a little warm and humid. Yeah, I mean, the, because it's the really big peak billfish season. They gather in biggest numbers off the central Pacific coast starting mid-December and through Easter, basically. Uh, yeah. And it's not, uh, I mean, even, you know, you do, and the good thing about Costa Rica is they don't gather very far offshore right. on the peak season, so you don't have to spend... Two and a half hours, three so hours. To get on the boat to get there. Okay, yeah. and then uh, the northern area also is great ecotourism too, isn't that where most of the mountains and, and forests are? Yeah, I mean, there. Well, northern area has a couple of things that uh, people will like. I mean, basically, in the just at the sort of the, the southern tip of the northern area is one of the world's most amazing cloud forests, Monte Verde. I doubt whether you've seen. Such green, uh-huh. and in Monteverde you can do wonderful guided tours of several reserves there. You see incredible tropical animals, birds, and you can do amazing adventurous zipline tours. Oh yeah, yeah, we've done that. That's uh, <laughs> I don't know if we'll have a chance to talk about that, but I think that's pretty much where the zipline stuff started. Well, let's go a little bit farther south, and that would be what Los Sueños Capos area. That's Los Sueños Capos. There's a new marina in Capos called Pace Vela. 
that's the major sport fishing destination because, as I alluded to earlier, during the peak billfish season, it's pretty common for um, um, anglers and boats to see 30, 35 billfish a day. Yeah, and that, no, it's true. And, uh, you know, one of the great things about what you guys do down there is Costa Rica is one of the pioneers in fly fishing for sailfish. And it's very popular, and the people down there know what to do and how to do it. Yep, there's some excellent, excellent um, mm-hmm. fly fishing captains. They are extremely experienced. A lot of rooster fish. Recommend- yeah, a lot of rooster fish there too, in there. Rooster fish, big roosters. I mean, I'm just looking at a 60-pound rooster on my on my computer screen that was caught last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, and- they're fun to find. So down at They're the tough little buggers, right? Well, the great thing also about Los Sueños Capos, it's only what about an hour and a half, two hour uh, van drive from the airport. It's an hour and a half to Los Sueños by um, car. It's uh, a little further. It's about 45, 50 minutes further down to Capos, mm-hmm. and there are twenty minutes flights from San Jose to oh, Capos. That's, well, besides that, it's a beautiful drive. So Mark will fix you up in a in an air conditioned van and take you down there. I'd I think I'd rather do that than fly anyway. But yeah, we uh, recommend it. I mean. Yeah. Pick up at the airport, stop off, fill your cooler with a couple of cold ones, and uh, relax and let the driver do the work. There you go. There you go. Now, f- moving south, because we're getting a little bit out of time, but moving south on the Pacific would be what? Pacific, there are two basic fishing destinations. On either side of the Gulf of Dulce, there's Golfito and Capos. What makes the South Pacific so incredibly good for fishing is probably has the best inshore-offshore combination. A tremendously varied species of um, inshore fish, including more than 12 different species of snapper. You've got grouper, roosters, mackerel, jack, barracuda, and then offshore there's excellent uh, bill fishing and tuna mm-hmm. in the season. Got it. Um and that's and, and it's a beautiful area also. And it's again, gorgeous. again Absolutely a, 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 a big tourist area. Okay, let's move to the Caribbean side. Caribbean and, side, tarpon, 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 tarpon. <laughs> starting now. Right. Well, I know that there's some there's some some nice resorts and lodges there. When you get yeah, kind of there, you know like uh, with Limon and down in that area, not really recommended people. No, it's there. further up. Limon yeah. is in the center. Yeah. Further up near the. Yeah. Um, Nicaraguan border, as I said, mm-hmm. up in um, Tortuguero and Barra del Colorado. Yeah. For yes. those who are interested um, in smaller game fish, there also there's some inshore game fish up there. Oh yeah, okay. The guapote, yeah, or rainbow bass, yeah, machaca, right. Some interesting fish, gars, and of course, during the season, a little bit later, starting in November, snook. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, those are great. Okay. Well, Mark, I think we are kind of running out, but that was kind of a quick tour you took us on. If anybody wants to find out any more information, uh, I don't know. I, I suppose you live there because every time I ever call you, you're there and you always answer the phone. But if anybody is interested in finding more about Costa Rica and, you know, maybe doing some booking down there, um, you're you're an insider. You know, you're not booking from somebody from the states that's calling somebody down there. Uh, you know, you know your way around, and you know the prices, and know what to do. And that is Americana Sport Fishing. Is that right? 
Americana Sports Fishing. Okay. Use your search engines. You'll you find go. us. Americana Sports Engines. Give Mark a call. Uh, go down and visit Costa Rica. Or if you want any questions, give me a call and we'll fix you up. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we're going to be back momentarily. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of bringing in the professor 
Yeah, one of my favorite guests is John Procknow because he's director of product development for Berkeley Bates. So uh, John's been responsible for many of uh, what has become every day now. But uh, let's go ahead and introduce John, and maybe we can find out what he's uh, cooking up in the laboratory, John. Hello, John. That's uh, always a pleasure. And just, uh, uh, I introduced you as the Director of Product Development. Give us a quick idea of what you actually do for Berkeley. Well, I'm in charge of developing the uh, baits, uh, such as Power Bait and Gulp and Havoc and the chemistry behind the formulation of those for uh, Berkeley. You mentioned Havoc, is that what you said? Yeah, Havoc is one of the brands that uh, we developed in conjunction with the professional anglers on the bass circuit. You know, I'm not sure I'm familiar with that. Is that something new? It's a fairly new um, set of soft plastic baits that we've come out with in the last couple years. Okay. Specifically for and uh, customized to the professional angler. Right, so SIP Pro and Semi-Pro Bass Anglers. Correct. Okay. And, you know, you've you've certainly come out with some stunning um, things. I mean, you know, first of all, uh, it's become a standard now, you know, where the, uh, um, of course, the gulp, you know, I think is probably, you know, still, (laughs) I just got a thumbs up from Ken. But some of it works better in salt, some better in fresh. Uh, But give us a quick idea between, uh, you know, your, your two major products. The uh, the power bait it was the original um, soft plastic bait we came out with after we did a lot of research with fish, fish behavior, fish uh, chemoreception, the things they like and dislike, and we're able to come up with the feeding type of uh, stimulants and things that the fish really key on when they're in the uh, uh, mode of neutral to even negative. It will help them to. Um, perceive the artificial bait, power bait, as an actual food stuff that mm-hmm. they eat uh, and believe is natural. Okay. Um, well, this, let me ask an obvious question. When a fish strikes at a bait, um, is it only because they're hungry, or w- what else goes into it? Oh, there's many things that go into it, John, as you well know. Um, food, obviously, is one <clears throat> of the many reasons that they'll strike at a bait. To, ter- to uh, territorial, if uh, something comes in, for instance, bedding bass, when they're on their nest, uh, something drops into there, it's protective mode. They want to get it out of there. Uh, also, reactionary strikes. You all of a sudden startle a fish, something coming by it, and it out of instinct lashes out. You have to remember that fish don't have hands to <laughs> touch and sense things like we do. They use their mouth. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah, fish don't have hands. That's, that's okay. They don't just grab it and hold on to it. Um, but when they do, um, give us an idea about, you know, once they get it in their mouth, give some quick tips on different types of lures or bait that you're using. Do you do you wait a few seconds? First time you feel a twitch, do you, do, you know, mm-hmm. do, do you set it? Or give us some kind of overview on the type of bait that you're using or lure and, and what you're supposed to do with it. Sure. Be happy to. Uh, that varies on the type of techniques that you're using. Soft plastic baits, uh, such as power bait and gulp, you can let them hang onto those for quite a while. That's why they are such a 
uh, benefit to the novice angler. And I don't mean that as a, a degrading term. I mean, the angler that's not out there on the pro circuit, a lot of those pros, they can darn near tell when a bass is gilling next to their baits. They've got that <laughs> sense of feel. Yeah. But we as ordinary anglers, you and I and the average person out there, we don't know and have that feel like they do. We aren't so in tune to the fish and our equipment as they are. So that extra time of the, the scents and flavors we've added into the power baits and the gulps give us that advantage of being able to the fish swim around a little bit or tug on it. We have time to react and set that hook because a lot of times we've noticed in the lab, John, when we're doing our testing, we can't click a stopwatch fast enough if you present something to the fish. They take it into their mouth and spit it out that fast if they uh, perceive it as a negative that you can't click a stopwatch fast enough. They'll have it in and out of their mouth within seven-tenths of a second. Okay. Yeah, well, you don't, you know, and then, of course, by the time, you know, you figure out the slack in the line or whatever it is to be able to set that hook, you got to be quick. Right. And, and so that's what it's been able to do. And for those type of techniques, on the reactionary strikes and things like that, a lot of times the fish, they'll hook themselves because they're so aggressive at it. Uh-huh. Uh, give us a, a, an idea. What about circle hooks when you're using different types of bait? Uh, because normally circle hooks, you don't set the hook. You allow them to, you know, to, to eat it. So when would you use a circle hook with artificial bait? Or would you? Oh, oh definitely. If, the, if it is a definitely a feeding type of situation where the fish isn't striking out of reactionary, where the fish isn't striking out of tutorial, type of things because they're actually wanting to eat the product or eat the bait. And that's when circle hooks work so well because they, they roll into the corner of the mouth. If you've ever used them, almost 99.9% of the time catch it in that corner of the mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're mouthing it and trying to digest it, move it around type of thing. And so that's when the circle hook works the best mm-hmm. and when you can use it with Natural baits, live baits, you can use it with artificial, so they're scented and flavored mm-hmm. like gulp or power bait. Those are great. On reactionary strikes or strikes where it's uh, something that uh, they're just lashing out at, in my opinion, they aren't quite as effective. Um, yeah, and I, I would say if my understanding is that when a fish takes a bait, um, I mean, if you hold a, a treat for a dog, you know, it'll come up and say thank you very much and, and eat it out of your hand and stand there and chew it. But a, a fish, because there's schools and there are other fish around that are looking for the same thing, normally don't they, if they, if they take the bait, they'll, they'll try and turn and run, and that's when the circle hook will set itself. Yes, I'd agree with that too, John. Perfect uh, uh, analysis of that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't just come up. So that's that's the that's that's the whole point. So you, what you do need though is with a circle hook, you just have to let them run and they'll set themselves. But, right. Uh, and th- things like again the the gulp bait where they actually and I, I I've told this story many times. I've told it to you. And I ran out of live bait in Baja one time and put one of your. Uh, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was. It was a soft plastic that was a gulp bait that was about, you know, six, seven inches long. And that, along with a live bait, and a Dorado came up and took a bite out of it. And I got, well, so much for that. Um, but to much to my surprise, it you know, it actually took a bite out of it, and then it came back again. So it must have liked the taste of it. 
So that's, uh, you know, for an artificial, I was very impressed with that. But again, normally uh, Dorado will usually strike from the side, you know, it's like salmon come up from the bottom, and and then, uh, of course, the you know, the billfish, they'll just uh, grab it and run. But when you get, you know, a hit, you know, normally a, a Dorado will hit from the side. At least that's what I've observed. But the, so is it, when you put into it, is there a difference when you say scent? Is that like the, you know, the olfactory that is similar to us where they actually smell it? Or is it some sort of a, a response? Or, you know, can you kind of describe the uh, what activates the fist that you put into it? Sure. We, we work on uh, olfactory uh, chemoreception, which is uh, uh, scent and flavor, mm-hmm. um, because fish, those are very much interrelated, similar to a human, where the scent, the smell of it, and the taste of it has a, a definite uh, um, input on how you perceive mm-hmm. it, as whether it's food, good or bad. Right. And fish are the same way. The only difference is they live in a water environment, and so things for them to detect has to be water-soluble, where ours for us mm-hmm. is, into the air. As it mm-hmm. is in the air, correct. Now, how far will a scent travel in the water? Uh, obviously, uh, a long ways for certain species. Uh, everybody knows about sharks of the blood and how far away they can travel to get it. But in general, fish, to get them to respond to the baits that you're trying to lure them into, you're talking about a number of uh, feet or yards, right. not a okay. number of miles, right. things like that. Okay. Well, we're getting close on time again. I know you got something else going on. Just uh, give us a quick report on what your latest venture is. Our latest venture is, and it's coming out, and we're going hot and heavy on it. We've developed a line of hard baits with uh, uh, some of our pros and stuff, and they are specifically targeted at the bass angler, so they're freshwater baits. But they can be used in different situations uh, in that regards. Mm-hmm. Uh, look for those that are under the Berkeley brand. Okay. There's things. So that would be like as, that would be like uh, an example of that would be it's like a, a, a popper or a, a, a jig or what? Yeah, no, they're under the line of uh, crankbaits like crankbaits. a okay. yeah. rattle bait is right. like a, a okay. war pig. We've got fit bosses and diggers right. for the divers and okay. things like that. Okay. But, yeah. Those are the ones that are coming. Okay, and they should so they 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 may not be in your local store yet, but they'll be there shortly. That is correct. We're shipping October one. You you heard it here first, John. Yes, you did. We we appreciate that. It's always so much fun to listen to you, and you know, with all this knowledge, we got to go fishing sometime. I really want to do that too, John. Let's make it a date. All right, thank you, John. Uh, from right. John, from uh, now that's uh, product development for Berkeley Baits, and they know what they're doing. And John is—he's uh, a true scientist. So uh, check that out. And uh, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to be back momentarily. So don't go too far.
the road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest technique, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com, click on the order link, and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com, Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent. They're in the water, look at them shine. There goes a big one, that one is mine. They Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I would like to uh, introduce this next person, but before I do that, I would like to say, um, do you want to go fishing or do you want to go catching? Because there are certain things that you can do that will increase your odds in the catching part of it. We just talked to John Procknow, Director of Product Development for Berkeley, who developed Power Bait and Gulp, and everybody knows that. They just didn't know who invented it. Now you do. But uh, we also have with us Steve Lynch, co-owner of ProCure. And Steve, you guys have probably been about, a long, about as long as Berkeley has. I know it's been a while. But the, I guess the difference between what ProCure does and what Berkeley does is, you know, John is a, uh, I guess he's kind of a, a scientist or, or uh, 
physicist or whatever he does. He does things very scientifically and, and develops products that may or may not exist in nature. But what you do is a little bit different. Why don't you explain that to us? Well, what we do is we take the real bait, such like your herring or your anchovy, and we press it for the oils, and then we grind up the remains, and it goes in either our sauce or our gel, so the head, tail, and everything in between. Okay, why don't you explain that process? Well, it's a, uh, well, it's a pretty stinky and messy uh, process. We, we normally do minimums of 500 pounds of bait at a time. And we have just big presses, and we will remove the guts from the bait and then just press them and capture the oil. Uh, and then we bottle the oil up. And we, the only thing we add to the fish oil is, is two things. We, we add a little bit of liquid UV to it, and then we also add uh, amino acid, a bite skin. Uh, just, we, we feel it just helps trigger the bite. Uh, and so other than that, our oils are, you know, there's nothing synthetic in it. Uh, it, did, you say, it, it is. did you say something about UV? Is that what you said? Correct. We put uh, we put liquid UV in all of our products that we make. Mm-hmm. Now, all of our oils and gels have the UV added to it. So that's what makes them show up in uh, dark water. Correct. If it's fishing down deep or if it's stained water, really murky or muddy, uh, it, it really will make a difference. Mm-hmm. Well, we we talked to uh, John briefly about how far scent will travel and. Uh, he said basically it kind of depends on the species, but I think that you probably rely on that more than than they do. So why don't you give us some examples? Um, we took some of your uh, Procure butt juice to Alaska for catching some big butts, and uh, it's you know it's vernacular for halibut, by the way, and uh, everybody up there uses it, and they wouldn't use it if it didn't work. So, but let's just start with, I think is probably one of the best example as far as how far a scent will travel to attract. Because I know you put the bait down, and you might have to wait 15, 20, 30 minutes for the halibut to show up, but they follow the scent trail. So how far can they be coming from? Well, it, it all depends, too, on your current, how fast the current is traveling through the uh, you know, that we, we have several guides and, and the charter captains up there in Alaska are telling us that they believe that, that it's pulling them in from up to a half a mile. Uh, and I truly don't know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do know that, like on the butt juice, that is a heavy oil. The main ingredient in that is salmon egg juice. So it keeps it on the bay floor. It just doesn't float to the top like the other two fish oils that we have. So that that's one of our heavy oils. So oh, okay. that will so out along a, the bay floor. A, a heavy oil means that it'll stay on the bottom instead of floating to the top? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Oh. So that will attract, you know, your 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 halibut, your lingcod, your yellow eye, you know, all you know, your all your rockfish species will will come to that. And and like I said the primary ingredient in in that product the main base is salmon egg juice and ground salmon eggs. So pretty much all fish will eat the salmon eggs. Well, salmon eggs sink, so I guess that makes sense. Sure, sure. So, you know, we do mix, you know, herring oil and a little bit of anise in with it as well. Um, so it just puts a wide variety of scent out there. Um, and, and like you said, it, it usually takes 15 minutes, and, and it does call them in. Um, you know, and, and you can have a boat right next to you without not using scent. And, and you'll see your boat is quite a bit more active you know, with bites versus the one not using scent. Mm-hmm. And 
We talked about halibut. I think we've got the idea on that and what you do. Now, halibut, when you talk about salmon eggs, because um, in Alaska, you, you know about the salmon runs where the salmon go up into the rivers and streams where they were born, spawn, and they die. And then they flush back out into the ocean. And halibut love to eat those salmon carcasses that have, you know, that uh, that flush back out into the ocean. They can travel quite a ways. So you get something that smells like salmon. And if you get a chunk of salmon or you catch a pink, cut it in half, drop it down, and put that stuff on it, uh, it really works. I know it does. And it's not just, uh, you know, anecdotal. I've, I've, you know, it's, it's been proven to me that it works. Sure. I mean, even the Safeways up there in Alaska sell our product, <laughs> uh, which is kind of odd. I mean, yeah. the hardware stores sell it. Uh-huh. Uh, it. It's pretty amazing. The first time I traveled up there about 20 years ago, and was in a drugstore, I saw, you know, the butt juice mm-hmm. and, and, you know, a handful of other scents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it just amazing. Uh, but that Alaska, you know, they have that, that three-and-a-half-month fishery. Uh, where people travel from all over the world to go, you know, participate in that, you know, mm-hmm. going after halibut, you know, and the salmon runs up there. Mm-hmm. Well, th- let's there's two things I want to accomplish before we let you go. Um, Procure, I believe, takes its name from curing eggs. Correct. And it's been around for a while, but let's talk a little bit about some scent for other species, and then let's just get back to uh, salmon or to fish roe. So, in addition to the halibut, uh, what other of your popular scents do you have? Well, we have. What species? Uh, I, I looked at the catalog here just a moment ago, and we have a total of 39 fish oils. We have 54 gels. <laughs> we have 11 skews of water soluble products. Uh, we have five skews of ice fishing products that won't freeze up even at 20 below. And then I have 13 skews of the bait sauce, which is just pure bait ground up. So uh, all together, we have 132 uh, skews of oils, gels, sauces, or water-soluble products. Wow. Uh, and we're buying baits from all across the U.S. Uh, we're, we're approximately buying uh, 32 different baits. Uh, so, like for the southeast region, you know, we're buying their mullet, their Manhattan, their blue crab, their shedder crab, their ladyfish. Oh. Uh, you know, out of California, we're getting a lot of our crawfish and our threadfin shad hmm. and our anchovies. Uh, so, I mean, we're buying baits and we, we refrigerate truck mm-hmm. it all the way to Salem, Oregon, mm-hmm. and then process it, put it in either a two ounce or an eight ounce bottle and ship it back to those same regions. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's uh, just, I, I just was, uh, was thinking as you said that, I don't know if you can make a scent from it, but anchovies seem to be universal and probably the, the probably the number one universal bait that seems to work everywhere in the world is squid. Correct. Uh, do you use, do you have anything for squid? We do. Uh, you know, and, and even squid works for squid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but every, you know, the, every, you know, every, you know, the, every, everything eats squid. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think as a biomass, it's one of the uh, the largest percentages of uh, in, in the in the ocean. But you know, in, in Baja, of course, there's different types of squid. But Baja, California, East Coast, uh, every, everywhere, the squid seems to work. But before we run out of time, let's talk about fish eggs. Um, okay. First of all, why don't you uh, talk a little bit about the procure as far as trout or salmon roe or whatever else you use it for. Well, sure. Procure started, uh, we were actually the first commercial salmon egg uh, 
for curing eggs back in 1984. Uh, we came out with the original line of Pro-Cure curing products. And to date, that formula has never changed. We've added seven other lines of cures, you know, like with UV cures or tuna cures. But basically, where we got our start from was just taking, you know, the owner wanted, Bill Perone, wanted to be able to take a salmon egg and cure it up to where it would last in the refrigerator up to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if it was in a Ziploc baggie, make it a year in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's where we got our, our foothold in, in the business, is starting with just curing salmon eggs and trout eggs. And the process to do that is you get the you save the roe and you just put it in a bowl with a procure or what what do you do? Correct. I mean it's pretty simple. Uh, you know, all you do is you'll take your skeins and you butterfly them open if if they're large enough. So if they're larger than eight inches long, I normally butterfly them open, mm-hmm. and then just uh, you can put them in a bowl or any type of container, and with gloves on because there is dyes in there, so it will dye your hands. So mm-hmm. I recommend wearing gloves. Just I do an S pattern with the cure over the row, and then gently roll the, the eggs around. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're using the red, they'll turn the purpley red within you know, 15 to 20 seconds. Uh-huh. You can put them in a quart jar or in a baggie, and you want to put them in the refrigerator and for a minimum of four hours' time. Oh, okay, okay, so, so it doesn't take that long. You could, yeah, yeah, you could just do it the day before. Um, Correct. Now, now, do you put them in a uh, cheesecloth, or just put them one in a hook, or how do you use them? Well, these these are ours are skeins. We we do have a single egg, mm-hmm. um, but the majority of what we do are skeins. So, you know, you'll just cut a piece and with an egg loop or a bumper knot, uh-huh. you'll put it on your hook and then use your leader just to cinch it on. Right, right. Just tie um, it on the hook. Right. Now, would correct. this be about the same thing for a trout row? It would. Yep, mm-hmm. same theory, same process. Trout rolls is quite a bit small. Mm-hmm. But uh, just as a note of caution, be careful where you're fishing because uh, there's some areas that you cannot use trout to catch trout or salmon to catch salmon. But uh, make Correct. sure you follow the regs. But uh, that's that's the process, and it really works. And, and then the, the final process, so you put it in the refrigerator four hours, mm-hmm. and then normally I'll remove it, and I put them in a strainer. Or I let them drip for up to two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I put them on a plastic window screen, just to air dry for about an hour, and that will get them good and tacky. Okay. The longer air time you give them, the firmer your egg is going to be. Right. So if you're going to be back bouncing your side right. drifting, I would Well, this is, a, this is a good time of the year for it as things are starting to cool down a little bit. People are thinking about going camping, and, you know, Labor Day's over, so the campgrounds aren't as full, and the uh, creeks are getting around, so it's about time to go. But, uh, Steve, <laughs> very much information in this segment, and we certainly appreciate you sharing some of that. Uh, website would be? Uh, www.procure.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. 
world-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell Fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Steve Lynch with ProCure on the line with us. And we've been talking about curing a little bit and some of the scents that they make. And it was overwhelming because he talked about, oh, we make 20 of these and 40 of those and 50 of those. Um, But apparently, whatever kind of fishy smell you're looking for, they got it. But uh, anyway, right uh, right towards the end, Steve, we started talking a little bit about roe and curing eggs. Um, let's kind of pursue that. I think it's kind of interesting. First of all, uh, if you catch a salmon, we talked about that. And then, of course, you know, if you're going to take a trout, uh, you can do that. But it sounds like if you do take a fish, you probably want to maintain the row. Uh, give us an idea of which fi- what type of fish that's the most important to do. Well, on, on any eggs that you you plan on curing or, or eating, whether it be the trout or, or any other species of salmon, <clears throat> I, I first bleed the fish as soon as we get them into the boat. I do not bonk them over the head. Uh, I, I'll, I'll bleed them to the gills. And then at that point, if I realize it's a hen, a female fish with eggs, 
I will cut the belly open and remove the eggs right then and there. Mm-hmm. And I'll put them in a plastic baggie. Um, and then I put them in a cooler with ice to keep them cold. Uh, and then it's important that if you're going to cure these eggs, that you do it within 24 hours. So many people will catch fish, and then they mean to do it, oh, uh, yeah. cure the eggs, but and they three or four get, days they later, forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, and after 24 hours, the eggs start growing mold spores to them, and mm-hmm. they won't fish as well. And after three or four or five days in the refrigerator, they really become a stink egg. Okay. And nobody's product is going to make them good at that. Oh, just because it stinks doesn't mean it's good data. Yeah. Correct. But the other thing, you know, we, you talked about, so what about, I, I don't even know if halibut have eggs or, uh, well, of course, if you get a, you don't, you don't uh, kill, you don't kill sturgeon, but, you know, if you got those eggs, they, depending on what they are, they could be worth a lot of money. But what are Correct. some, of, what are some of the other fish that, that uh, the roe is very popular with? Well, like uh, the main, the main fish are your salmon. You know, you have the chum salmon, mm-hmm. the king salmon. You have your upriver brights. Uh, you, you've got uh, your pinks, uh, your coho. So there's about seven different species of salmon that, that people will catch in, in Oregon, Washington, California, and Alaska. That you know the row, the, the row is quite good for both fishing and eating. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk um, about let's talk about the eating. I know I'm trying to think of the remember. I've, there's a fish I think from Mexico. You save the row. And it, and you you boil it and it's almost almost like a sausage the way it comes out. I have to think about that. Maybe I'll remember. But let's talk about eating um, fish eggs. So you don't want to throw them away. Either you use them to catch more fish, or you might be able to serve them. But give us some tips on if you decide that you want to serve um, uh, fish eggs. Well, sure. Well, it's it's quite popular with the European and the Japanese to, is to eating the the eggs. And pretty much what it is, they'll just they like a single egg. So they'll actually, if they get the fish when they're still in the skeins in the egg sac, they will actually get a a bowl of salt water uh, boiling and and put the skein in and then scrape the eggs loose out of that. Mm -hmm. And then basically it's just cooking them with with, a... Salt water. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So if, there, then, if there's any if there's any live critters or something in there, that would take care of it. Correct. Okay. Uh, well, we're gonna. Yeah, we're, and I do believe they freeze the egg for a minimum of twenty four hours before which they'll aco- eat it. Accomplishes the same thing. Uh, Steve, it looks like we've been having so much fun, we lost track of time. Would you mind come back and join us again? Sure. Okay. And your website again is is it uh, Procure? Is it P R O C U R E dot com? Yeah, but it's but it's P R O hyphen C U R E. Okay, Procure with a hyphen dot com. It's an easy one. Fascinating stuff, Steve. We really appreciate you taking the time out of the day. Great. And, Glad uh, to do it. Hopefully, we'll see if we can you know get some more stuff from you and try it. I'm going to be going down to Baja in a couple of weeks. I don't know if there's anything that works down there, but we'll talk about it. Anyway, looks like we have to go. Thank you very much again, Steve Lynch, uh, co-owner of ProCure at uh, pro-cure.com. And go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to us as much as you like. Thanks, Steve.